The party nerds hey. are in the building. Oh yeah, we in the house. What up, party nerds? How you guys doing tonight? Chilling, man. Chilling man. and uh, about to get scared in a month. Yo, it's, yo, it's mischief night. We got to get mischievous in here. Oh, see, I already got the right. Wet... See, why you have to bring it up? I was thinking <laughs> that my car's going to get egged tonight and everything. I, I literally had that off my brain until wait, just wait. now. What, oh, what, kind of, what, what kind of ride you got? <laughs> Jeep Cherokee. Oh, damn. And it's black. So if you see any wet toilet papers on your car, it was not me. And I do apologize because you my man. <laughs> I ain't going to worry about it because the birds play mischief night on my car every night. Every day. Every day. Shits on my car. It is Every always day. mischief night with pigeons. Just straight up. <laughs> so what's going on, guys? Yep, um, Halloween is one night away, and you know we, tonight we're going to be talking about some scary shit. We're going to be um, uh, uh, first of all, let me introduce the the cast. To my left, we got your boy. Yo, what's up? It's your boy Ed. What's happening, man? What's going on? Got no, not arm much. Over a six pack look like you. Yo, <laughs> listen, I'm listen. I'm about to have a good night tonight. Yo, apparently, and like <laughs> you're embracing it like an old lover. I hope you. Girl, don't get jealous. So, no, probably. So I've actually found Reds, out. I love so, so, you so much. So since so we're talking about uh, mischief, now I actually want to talk about a troll story that I found out. Did anybody hear the story about Fifty Cent and Ja Rule that just happened? Oh, the two hundred. Oh, seats yeah, that's hilarious. He bought two hundred seats at all of the front row seats at Ja Rule's concert to, to make, make sure nobody look, goes to make it look like it was empty. And people Yo, don't he understand. Never forget. He has every right to hate Ja Rule because didn't Ja Rule get him stabbed or something like that? Wasn't there like a crazy beef that, going that's on? That's the whole conspiracy that it was a rumor. that that basically. Okay. Ja got 50 uh, stabbed and that the retaliation was 50 getting shot nine times and man, the ongoing saga man, continues. Yeah, listen, the hip hop. I just go after merch. <laughs> also, wait, I just realized. Wit. Why? How does Ja Rule have a concert in 2018? Like, I just had to think about that. I was like, come wait, on, he's man. still performing? You know, that's you, like come the same on. thing. You know, you know, you know. Where would I be without you? <laughs> that's the same thing as Ashanti, because Ashanti hey, had a concert for this year, but she canceled the concert because only 20 people bought tickets. Wait, because first of all, I it, wonder who them 20 people were. <laughs> and you know, there's those Family. old school rap people, like your uncle and I, they still listen to Ja Rule, you know, in the DMX. They still into the old school, so, you know. No, I mean, that. listen, Ja Rule and uh, Ashanti, they have sing-alongs that people, when they're drunk, they'll fucking start rapping that's and true. sing along to. So, <laughs> what would yeah. I think about you, baby? <laughs> and next to Ed, we got uh, Chorte. What up? What up, guys? What up, man? Who brought this fucking resume? Seriously, is this on sales? Is on the? Uh, oh no, the no, dollar? yeah, no. Listen, come on. We have well, to flip. Obviously, it. we missed the expiration we're, date because it says October fifteenth. Yeah, no. <laughs> Yo, we are creeping some rotten apple ale. We're, we're creeping toward manhood because yeah. we had all the uh, wine coolers. Now we're slowly Let's put getting some more. hair chests on yeah, your yeah. Uh, on your fucking oh, goddamn chest. We're, we're going scotch in two weeks. Okay, yeah, no, yeah, but. No, but get ready. We're going to be drinking a shit ton tomorrow night. Because, so, hey, what is going on tomorrow night? Tomorrow night, we have uh, DJ Carnage at Dare Nightclub in Atlantic City. He's going to tear the roof upside down, and is the party one, nerds are hosting it. Is We're, that the one that's hosted by the party nerds? Yes, that's right. Oh, we are. Yeah. And, and, and if you guys are listening, and if you're in uh, Philadelphia, uh, New York, AC area, if you guys come through and you win the best contest, I will be hosting, representing the party nerds with Jorge. You will win $5,000 cash. Dress up. For nicely, first place, go out and, there. Wait, five thousand cash. That's, that's what he said. More than any cosplay competition <laughs> no, will ever this give you. Right, right. Son. So, no, what, Babs? Maybe you might not want to go to New York. You <laughs> might want to come because guess what? Guess who might just be able to be like, oh, we have a winner, Babs, with uh, a little interest to Darnell. Uh, well, here's the thing: is I don't think I don't think what Nikki and I are going to be would be like a winner. It's we're 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 what are you going to be? We're going to be fun characters. We're going with the uh, clue that Heidi Klum gave for her Halloween party because that's where we'll be tomorrow. Um, It's going to be cute. 
we're we're cute. She's gonna be my Pikachu, and I'm gonna be her Ash. That Damn. that you guys gotta take a lot of pictures of that. James, do you know where your Lionel Richie costume tomorrow? <laughs> already. Uh, Hello, you know is what? it James you're looking for? I hate to break I it to you, but I'm in my Lionel Richie costume every day, all day. <laughs> this is not. This is real life. Mm. And no, and this he, is not Halloween. James Richie. Wait, no, no, no. James Richie. No, no. He's Lionel Richie heading toward James Ingram a little bit. I, I'm, I'm, I'm literally 2008 Lionel Richie before, after the Afro. Cause see how my my curls how they go. Yeah. This is Lionel now. Oh, you're modern Lionel. You know, modern Lionel. Not, not dancing on the ceiling, Lionel. No. Oh, what a feeling. No. This is Lifetime Achievement out. Award. Lionel I thought you were gonna break out your, your wizard cos- uh, costume. Because uh, you know how you love that wizard I'm, costume. Absolutely. Right? I'm waiting to get my turns up shoes <laughs> where my toes curl up to about here. Yeah. And I need a full and you need a scepter. I need a scepter. I need a scepter and a full choir outfit. Yes. <laughs> joyful, joyful, Lord. Sister Act Two type choir yeah. outfit. Sp- speaking of Sister Act Two, now we're talking about horror movies tonight. So, <laughs> so we all know. It. I love it. Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg on the screen is automatically uh, given a horror movie. Whoopi in a wig without dreads is a horror outfit. Yo, horror movie. <laughs> I mean, so listen. So let's talk about um, one thing. I did want to start off the just a general topic to you guys is. What is there's been like within the past couple years a renewed interest in horror? A very, very much uh, exclusive content because I I can say this horror has become is one of my favorite genres, and the fact that it has become like more polarized and popular lately Mm. has been the shit. And you know, we we there was a time maybe around like maybe around five years ago where we weren't getting a lot of horror movies. Right, right. And we were maybe like getting like one a year, two a year, if that. Right. Now, you know, with with it coming out and well, and I uh, think that it, ha- Happy Death Day that was like number one recently. Right. Yeah. That was, that, was that beginning of last this year or end that of last, was last year? Last year, I think. Mm-hmm. And then literally with Halloween coming out, like. Halloween blowing up the market, 77 mil in the first Killing week. Killing it. Yeah. Yeah. Killing it. And it's Jake. funny you said that because I really do think that uh, it kind of re-sparked the interest in the whole horror genre. Because before that, probably a good five years before that, you had the paranormal activity. Again, it's, it's right. like it's like roller coasters. It's like it's popular, then people forget about it, you know, and then it gets popular again, you know. I think um, it has to do with nostalgia. I mean, that's what always wins um, with with our superheroes that yeah. we love, are the comics that we love. Nostalgia hit hardest but the story's uh, just got to be good because how well, the, the story but like we remember being scared we remember yeah. mm. these visceral uh connections to these films to you know these books yeah. right. stephen king for example uh, halloween has done i would say maybe around eight to ten movies some of the and there was a period of time where halloween movies sucked and i'm talking about the michael myers halloween movies but james remember you did a podcast episode about this which was brilliant i did an early solo podcast about the reemergence of the horror genre Mm -hmm. and because the reemergence was just happening it was like more people was uh more people were a little bit more they just needed it right you know there, there was a lot of things happening in the world, and you kind of just needed that. that step, but but uh, why that do people from reality? It's kind of just like comic book movies, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's see, like you want to go there with your girl, because honestly, you don't you goes, don't go to no, a no, horror no, movie no. by yourself. I, I, I do know, declare, right? James. Go, yeah, you don't go to a horror movie by me. yourself. Please like, protect me with your light skin and curly hair. 
<laughs> you, go there, you, you go there with your significant other. I mean, it other. works. You go there with your significant other, mm-hmm. and you have a good time. You, you're almost, I'm going to be your protector tonight, woman. James, you said an ingredient was the new horror movies is taking the innocence of children. Yes. <laughs> Wait, didn't we just talk no, no, about no, this? Wait, wait, wait. It we, hasn't taken the innocence of children. I mean, it has been or, or whatever. One of the, big, one of <laughs> wait, the biggest Jorge, plays, me, and, you me, me, me and Dawn are not taking we, the innocence. We like innocence. to apologize yeah, for no, anything that the Christ. Colombian guy I is. apologize for what Jorge just <laughs> He's said. He's not taking any child's innocence. <laughs> but me and, me and Dawn just had a conversation about this. One of the topics that I brought about in most of the... Um, most of the podcasts that I brought up on YouTube was the fact that a lot of the best horror movies mm. have children in them mm-hmm. because the, literally the innocence as the innocence of children mm-hmm. the innocence of children and how they become frightened at the you know the core. They, they, could, they could be frightened at the at the smallest thing if, if a twig breaks around the corner a kid is like fucking well, running and, and think about that what are the stories that uh get the first the front page of the newspaper when a child is hurt when a right. child is affected Absolutely. we we it, it, that's the the Hansel and Gretel thing yeah. if right. a, if a child gets victimized right. we don't even look at the details we no, don't no. even yeah. see if it's true right. we protect it becomes them. evil you know and as a matter of fact i mean there's something about the innocence of a child and see so you can have a lot of uh, adult slasher flicks which are going to be scary and gory but more for jump value mm-hmm. but when you think a child like so let's go back let's think of that you had child's play you had poltergeist you even had exorcist a lot of these the focal point freddy krueger mm-hmm. you know he went in children's yeah. sleep He's shining the red rom any any <laughs> stephen king movie Mm-hmm. Now you're talking about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 20, 27 yep. years in the past, right. a bunch of kids. Right. Pet Cemetery, Gage. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, fucking the Miss, the family, and both the little kids. And you can even go into like uh, Stranger Things. Like, I mean, matter yeah. of fact, oh, like yeah. Stranger Things is like the dopest thing on earth because it's based around. Four little, well, let's say five if you got right. eleven, but five little kids and <laughs> eleven, and, five. And, wait a minute. And, and the I'm first a... thing when they bring up something is like, they're like, you don't believe me, Dad? Come on, because you, because you, you think that something coming out of a child right. is like is being unreal, and mm-hmm. when they're like bringing up something that's sort of like hard that that they have faced right. to an adult, and they don't believe it right away, it's like. And no way, and I, it's I'll confusing. Actually, and I'll say something to an too. adult. And and when you're and you think back, like as an adult, everyone's went went through stuff in their lives, especially mm-hmm. as kids. Oh yeah. So whenever you and your brain go back to that, I don't care how strong you could be, a fighter, you could be the strongest dude in the world. Mm-hmm. But when you take your mentality back to the child's mentality, you might get a little afraid. Like yeah. there was things like growing up. I look back, I was like, I was a punk. And like I used to be afraid of the heart in the Franklin Institute. <laughs> like I'm just look back now. I went there the other day. I was like, I'm almost as tall as this thing. I just yeah. want to push it over. Let, let me you know what I mean? I just like it's just like when I, the first Batman came out, I got a, a literally like an eleven by twenty two picture of Michael Keaton as Batman from the Wildwood Boardwalk, and I put that up in my room. My mom hung it for me, and I went to sleep at night, and I could see Batman's eyes as I was going to sleep, <laughs> oh, wow. and, that shit, and I'm like, this is the first Batman, so I'm like seven, eight years old. That shit freaked me the fuck out. I told my mom, you better take that shit down. Can I? Batman's going to come get me. Uh, there, I have to speak from from my background. So my, my family were Japanese-Irish. The Japanese, man, they're on another <laughs> oh, no, no. level. They, they make yeah. horrors. They, no, they, they do horrors right. I mean, from their shorts to the 
ring to the cure. They do horrors and, and right. Co- and Korean movies, too. Yeah. Uh, my my dear, beloved friend, Ked, uh, Greg Caligari, uh, introduced me to something called Old Boy. And I don't oh, know if that's man. technically oh, horror, oh. but I was horrified. You was horrified wait, wait, by is that, is that, wait, is that with Thanos and uh, Scarlet Witch we're getting it on? <laughs> not, old, not Old Boy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they did an American remake, but it was the Spike Korean Lee did it. version. Spike Lee did the, the remake. Oh. That was with Josh Brolin. Yes. Josh My Brolin, yes. Josh Brolin it. And, and the American remake apparently isn't as messed no. up. And then think about Battle Royale, I believe. Uh, Battle Royale is one of my favorite movies yeah, of all motherfuckers. That's children, that's children as well. And think of, of Korean water ghosts and, and Japanese water ghosts, you know, with the the girls. Essentially what I look the like ring. come out of the shower. Samira. Yeah, the yeah. ring, yeah. the grudge, the yeah. eye. Yeah. Those they, kind of movies. They know how to get to something deep in your soul you didn't even know you were afraid of. <clears throat> and, wait, and it's funny you said that because that's another point we we're going to bring up. It's like the difference between psychological thrillers and gore. Now, don't get it wrong. Like, there's something to be said for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. crazy people, you know, like doing like crazy, horrible, murderous right. things. Mm-hmm. But there's something to be said. I think people, me personally, I, I, growing up, like, I would watch, I remember being a kid watching Night of the Living Dead, and my mom's like, how can you watch it? I'm like, eh, just, it just didn't, because I just knew it was fake. But now, anything with ghosts, like, mm-hmm. even, I remember I didn't want to watch the uh, Mothman Prophecies. Really? It, or, it, no, what was the one with the, um, the butterfly? It was one of those, the one with, uh, it was the butterfly effect. The butterfly That movie what? freaked me just because it was a, 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 a uh, psychological or like ghost really? story. Anything ghost story. Anything Shyamalan? A, a, any, <laughs> anything that just gets in your head and the fucks right. with your mind to me is scarier than anybody just slashing you up. You know, Well, because, that's the thing about when you're comparing gory, when you're comparing gory slashers to psychological horror, it's the it's basically you have a fear of what's in front of you mm-hmm. and then there's a fear of the, the unknown. The yeah. unknown. Not even necessarily the unknown, the fear of but the people the, around you, <laughs> or the, the even fact your that, friends, or even the fact that there's nothing around you. Mm-hmm. Like that's the thing with yes. psychological horror. Like some of my Are you favorite, talking about like Blair Witch. No, not like Blair Witch. No, I think he's talking about the para- happening. <laughs> <laughs> or simple of, thing. Wait, drop dead. You talking favorite, about Sister Act Two? <laughs> oh God. One of my whoopee. favorite psychological movies that I saw that really messed me up for a little while was Devil. We talked about this before the show. Devil was one of those movies because you're watching it and you're like. What's this paranoia thing about? And then you actually see like the devil possession mm-hmm. and you see him take uh, take over many of the lives that it's are simple. in that elevator. It's a very simple premise about mm-hmm. those who are, you know, don't repent or you get brought down to hell. And he's trying to teach people a lesson. When you throw that but, religious aspect in a mm-hmm. lot of horror movies, that shit fucks yeah. with people. Horror and religion. Yeah. Because know why? Because you're starting to straddle the fence of like maybe there's some reality. to because everyone, I mean, most people, I say 80 percent of Americans could tell you something. You guys could probably tell me something that happened in your life at some point that you could really explain mm-hmm. you could try to explain it away it could be something sleeping one time you heard something something like that and these movies are like highlighting that yeah and everyone has a ghost story everyone has a story <laughs> everybody yeah. does i was yeah. actually i was i was going to ask y'all to say because i got a crazy like you know by the way shout out to uh paradelphia who does their shows after arts if you guys want to hear ghost stories week to week that's the show to listen to because yeah, they cool got some crazy stuff i was a guest on there before and they can they have some crazy It'll freak you the fuck out uh, no, mm-hmm. no, freak, no 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 freak you the hell out you know so like i said with these things and here's the other thing though Um, like we were saying with Stranger Things the whole popular like with the whole horror ghost thing it's not just in movies now it's going over like to to catch a what's the thing on Netflix right now to catch Uh, a how to make a murder or something making a murder murder is huge it's like killing it on Netflix pun intended Mm -hmm. right now you know and then you have a lot of these and then you have the ID network (laughs) yeah you have the ID you have Serial was a podcast that was was really big Criminal is another one um, that's really big uh, podcast 
are big in the in the horror and supernatural mm-hmm. element. Yeah, just the fact that you can either tell realistic stories or even like un, like you know fiction stories, but make them. But because you're basically telling them with words without any vision behind it, and no you're photos. Not, you're not an investigative journalist. Nope. You're not getting those uh, like okay, here are my citations. Right, exactly. You're just saying, you're just, according to these people, this is the story. Yeah, according this to these true. sources. Right. You never know where they came from. I mean, and so so ultimately, like my whole thing is, and there's one show we haven't all watched, so we're not going to get into it this week, but we do. We want to talk about uh, that, The Haunting on, of Hill House. Yeah, The Haunting on Listen, Hill House. Listen, if you guys want to watch a Netflix series that will scare the shit out of you, <laughs> but it's good, watch that show. Ten fucking episodes of Freaking Yo, You the listen, Fuck Out. Listen, I'm only on episode five right now, and at the end of that, I, had to, I just I dropped the controller like, ah, oh, damn, that was so, so good and so fucked up at the same Isn't time. Each episode? Talking about like the it's six a, it, steps of it's all the it's the entire family. So like you get you get to go through from the mother to the father to all the children in the family. Each episode is about them, but and they it, represent like anger, denial, correct. So, 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 oh, so wow, it, I didn't know that. Wait, it, 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 it's almost it, I can't say it's like the Wait, seven deadly sins, you, but it's are you seeing the, the sort stages of, of grief? This. Yes. Okay. So right. wait, wait, wait. I never thought about that because it, he always said count the things one, two, uh-huh. three. Oh, now I got. Now I need to go back and watch that shit again. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> no. because like you know, you got the one, um, and this isn't really a spoiler, but you got the one sister, the the one who works at the morgue who does embalming, mm-hmm. and she's denial, I guess, because she's always she has the attitude, and then you have the uh, the one, the, the the book writer and stuff yeah. like that. He's just acting like he's just lying his ass off, acting like he gives a shit about what he's right. Yo, y'all need to watch that show because there, there's so much to say on it, but I'm trying not to spoil it. I'm telling you, man, that shit is like. The- new craze it's like crack in the 80s well and you know the funny thing how trendy hollywood is because this is doing so good as far Mm -hmm. as numbers wise and stranger things you know we live in a copycat society now you're going to get more of this which i don't mind like i do not mind a lot of a lot of horror now there was a point in time where it did get a little bit more commercialized and everything like that like found footage genre was one of those yeah yeah anything found footage related to try to keep it real yeah was one of those kind of things it definitely got exploited to the point where like you know when we had when we had commercialized horror characters, mm-hmm. Freddy, Jason, Chucky, Michael Myers, mm-hmm. Chucky, mm-hmm. Leprechaun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Leprechaun's another one. Like it started to get. Carrie. The cheesy started to right. get cheesier. We <laughs> right, had right. Pumpkinhead. Yeah, Candyman. Like, like come on, man. Well, I, I love he was Candyman. Good. <laughs> I love Candyman. Yo, I hit a nerve with him. He's like, yo, don't off. you, yo, motherfucker, so, no, you don't know me. No. Don't you, you dare no talk about Candyman. First so off. You're, you're saying that horror, it's, it, it heightens. Gets saturated, goes away. It happens. It, that happens saturated. with everything. That's a good, okay. yep. Anything in culture happens like that. Even hip hop. Even hip-hop. the comic book like, genre. Like, like there was a time and period where like people were breakdancing in McDonald's commercials, and I was like, oh fuck, man, here we go with that fake ass uh, hip hop. Uh, yeah, I called it, like, it bebop. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, like, loving I, this shit. Yeah, I can't even fucking listen yeah. to this bullshit yeah. anymore. <laughs> like, and, it, and it makes you get rid of the love that you had for it anymore mm-hmm. because because there was a point in time where you know horror films not only were uh, singular in the fact of how they came out, but some of the real, real, real good ones were hard to find, like Faces of Death. Oh, Ooh, first of all, that was real shit. That was real. I shit. watched one because and I was like, you were never watching, again. You were watching horror movies so much that they had videos that you could go to Blockbuster or go to whatever fucking video store. West you Coast had to go. Video, uh, and and it was like okay. 
you like horror movies? Maybe you should try, like the dude at the video store would be like, maybe you should try this <laughs> and give me a Faces of Death Volume One. I was like, well, what's this one about? He was like, you should watch just, it. No, no, you should just take no, it home no. And so watch I, it. I tell you, like that really fucked me up because it always as a, even as a kid, kind of knew what was real, what was fake. When I saw that dude hit by a train and literally explode, I'm like, fuck everything. I'm, <laughs> I'm a bitch yeah. right now. I don't want to so, watch nothing. For those of you that do not know, uh, Faces of Death came out in the early '90s. Late 80s. Uh, yeah, I was going to say that's late. late 80s, early 90s. So I would ride my bike to the video store to go get a Faces of Death, volume one through seven, and I would hide it under my pillow so my mom wouldn't know I had it because this shit was like a little too extreme for the regular horror shit that I was watching. And you would see what... Horror, horrible it, things. Horrible things that you're not supposed to see. Fake like, things. Like you would see. No, no. It, they were, Face of Death was not fake. Yeah, no. Someone was, on, on IG Live said 40% was fake. 40% my ass. No. <laughs> Wait. They literally bashed that monkey's head in. That, that so was they, the they, saddest they, thing I've ever seen. Five. So somebody went to Thailand and ordered a monkey. They this was the put, worst. They put the monkey in a table. Restrained the table it. had a basket. No. And then they squeezed the table shut. <laughs> this to is where, why. This is why where, I don't like it. Look at Babs. Babs is to, disturbed. Everybody, to, let's, let's to look where at Babs only right the here. head was exposed. <laughs> and then the people who were <laughs> eating at the dinner table no, no, got no, sticks no. and they knocked this no. monkey out. And to the point where it was unconscious. And then they cut the monkey's head open. And they are still on there. Right, Welcome right. to Jim Henson's so, animatronics. So, so this is something I'm going to segue because you said the late 80s. One thing, if you guys, another thing they're doing right now with Halloween actually getting great reviews yes. is a lot of these horror remakes. Now, obviously, we can repeat ourselves. We can say they're remaking everything in Hollywood from our childhood cartoons to... Yeah. And, oh, guys, and uh, someone says uh, The Children Adventures of Sabrina. That just came out. Sabrina came awesome. back, right? Now, yeah. And this is the thing. This is not the Michelle Jones. What, what's her name? Michelle, Melissa, <laughs> Melissa, yeah, Joan Melissa Joan Hart. Joan Hart. This yeah. is not the Melissa Joan Hart this Sabrina the, that you. Family matters. This is her sacrifice. This is shit. the graphic novel Sabrina that okay. that that we know and love. The occult. This is the one that's fucking creepy. Yep. Uh, that where she is a part of the occult, she practices Satanism. No, no, this is straight up occult, like dark Wiccan type yeah, of shit. Yeah, come on, bro. Well, there's no cats like talking to her, and there's a laugh track in the background. <laughs> That's not happening. Speak on for the yourself, Moron. <laughs> that cat's so funny. Yeah. Wait, so we're we're only talking movies and TV shows. We're not talking video games, right? I can. You, I mean, I have no, it's, no. it's all relative. Uh, because yeah. did any of you play PT? Holy shit. Holy no. shit. No, never. No. So here's the thing about PT. Randomly, there was a, a you demo. You call it PT. What is PT? Playable Play, teaser. Po- yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that's what the code name was. I'm thinking all yeah, weird a, stuff. Now, I'm like, fun, part-time. I had a part-time job. <laughs> now, here's the funny thing about it. Punani Tang? So it was a first-person horror game, and you're kind of navigating the same room over and over and over again. It's like this story about this father. It's a one-hallway house. Like one or two hallways. itself. But the general gist of the idea is like this dad who killed his wife and son and it's being reported on the news and you're not sure what was exactly going on. If you solve the puzzles the right way without getting killed by the spirit witch that could like scream like basically uh, wait wait is it, is it right, is it right a game where you head. like hide like the no. old clock no, tower no 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 you can't there's nowhere you're to hide just, um, you're just continuously yeah. like a bad dream yep. and then 
but here's the thing. This is why it was brilliant. So it was Benicio del Toro. No, no, no. It's not Benicio. Guillermo? Guillermo. Guillermo del Toro. Benicio. Benicio. Oh, yeah, Benicio. Sicario? At the end, Benicio, of the teaser, at the end of the teaser, you see a guy walking out of the house finally. No, no. And they, so that you see credits pop up. You see Guillermo del Toro's name. Then you see Hideo Kojima's name. Yes. From Metal Gear. And then right under that, you see the actor pop up and it's Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus. And it was supposed to be a, a reboot of Silent Hill. Yes. Oh. oh. So they were going to bring but back Silent Hill. Hill, but the whole photorealistic. thing happened. Yeah, but then is this Kojima, recent? Yeah, like two year, about two years ago. But then all of a sudden, there's um, Kojima Konami came into dispute yep. over the last Metal Gear game, and then they canceled the whole thing yep. altogether, which is why we have Death Stranding. <laughs> when you now. first started talking, yep. about, I thought, isn't there a game out now called Agony based on um, Dante's Inferno? I heard about this game. Called they supposedly Agony. they said that like it was like I heard. The most is this the one that you freaked us the fuck <laughs> yeah, out in the, the other chat day room? On? So <laughs> literally, there's a game out now called Agony oh, that is so so. They they said that people they give you a big warning not to play this game. You're literally in hell. Your job Do is to escape hell. Game. But it's first person and yeah, literally it looks, if you look at the visuals, if you guys listening just want to go on YouTube, type uh, Agony uh, the PS4. Red Man or whatever. It looks horrible. Yeah. Like literally there's demons going around trying to rape you. And it's like, it's, it's crazy. Terrible. So so this is uh, about Agony. Did you play it? No, I just watched the, uh, the trailer for it. So the thing about PT, and I've talked about it with my friend, because we would just have parties where we'd just sit there clinging to each other, <laughs> playing. Shuddering and in fear? You don't know what to do while you're playing the game. Mm-hmm. You have no idea. You're like, what? You don't even I'm know just the going controls. in a circle. Yeah. I don't know what to do. There's so how, to what, how is it a game if there's no objective? So what happens is you get frustrated, and you're like, how do I play this game? You take to the internet. All of a sudden, that fear gets widespread internationally. Mm-hmm. Then everybody is talking about PT and they're saying and if you if you on the third time that you get out of the dark room, take 14 steps, turn around twice, yep. and then look at the picture. And then a baby's in a sink yeah. screaming and it looks it's like a, a shark embryo. Yeah. And it's scary. And then the whole world has lost their mind and it's spread like and all wildfire. And like, like one during one section of the hallway, wildfire you see all radio. the pictures and everything turn into oh, eyes. Window and yeah. you're like, what? what the? And then the, the swinging thing. The swinging see, refrigerator see, see, with to the me, blood. No, but that's awesome. Oh. See, I like the unexpected to me is frightening. And, and and I wanted to get like talk more about like the remix. So think about it. They had like Carrie. Mm-hmm. They had Amityville. They had Nightmare. Like the, now the Nightmare on Elm Street didn't get over real big. That no. remix no. because they what, tried the, the new Nightmare. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh. That, like that actually that was one of the few horror ones redid a late that actually flopped because you can't replace uh, Robert England. No, you, you can't. can't replace that Freddy Krueger. He was just too iconic and don't yeah. even try to. But they did, and they failed yeah. at mm-hmm. that one. Oh, remake. Westworld. And that okay. is, that is horror. That's a mm. horror genre in, in a more psychological thriller sense. A lot of people were upset that they were remaking it. And Future World didn't go well at the sequel to Westworld. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I be, I think HBO did a fantastic job with the horror on yes, that they level. Did. Have you guys watched season two yet? I'm yes, not. Yes, I have. I, yes, I got to start yes, that. Yes. I'm, I'm a little behind. But guys, uh, we actually have a caller on the line. Caller, are you there? Hey, what's up, guys? I'm here. Hey, what's going on? What's your name and where are you calling from? Um, Devin Preciado, I'm calling from uh, Avondale, Arizona. Nice, man. So what's, what's going on, what's man? What do you want to talk about tonight? So I wanted to talk about horror movies, all mm-hmm. right? So what do you guys feel on, like, the alien genres, you know, like the fourth kind? What do you guys think about that? Oh, like, I remember wait, that. the fourth kind? So, so, so are you, you're saying, like, yeah, uh, the fourth kind. Are you talking Close Encounters of the Fourth no, Kind? No, no. There was a movie called The Third Kind. No, there was a movie called The Fourth I think I remember. The third kind? Close Encounters of the Third Kind? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. what's the fourth it's kind? With the owls. The owls like they stare at you and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Ooh, that's not and crazy it, shit. And it turns out the owls were actually the aliens. It was, it was them watching them the whole time. Wasn't it one of those? Uh, wasn't it a movie that also had like simulated found footage in a way? Or am I thinking of something else? Yeah, no, that's the one. It okay. had simulated footage of the doctor, um, like going through the probe, basically. Like oh. they, they had, they were probed, and they they had something in them, and it triggered when they hypnosed them. They would hypnotize them, and it triggered the uh, whatever they installed in them, and they would just freak out, and the cameras would blur out, and yeah. oh my god! So that, is that your favorite movie? Nope. Never left. Is that your favorite movie? Horror movie? Yeah, all time. I liked it. Yep. <laughs> I did not. I don't mess with owls. Like, if I see an owl, I <laughs> Yo, he don't fuck with owls no more. Like, if he hears a hoot, he's like, fuck that. I'm out of here. <laughs> nah, kiss my ass, dog. Like, oh, those are all aliens. I'm not saving yeah, them. Yeah, the one iconic scene I remember, because this was a movie that had, um, hold on, let me see who had the main actor. Mila Jovich was the lead actress. Uh, okay. And it had the one scene that I remember where she yep. was, it was the scene where she was in bed. Like, the, it was. It went from regular like cinematography footage mm-hmm. to the found footage where she's getting lifted off the bed and all of a sudden what there's the like fuck? a bright light oh, and shit. It I was remember terrifying. that. Yeah. 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 Terrifying. Yeah. Nope, I was, nope, that was not the business. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. That's not it, dude. This is not it, Steve. I'm not it. But no, no, it's, but no, it's funny. The uh-huh. wild thing is like you named a movie that's not super popular. There's so many horror movies out there that are good that oh, yeah. aren't necessarily mainstream. Mm-hmm. Straight up. That are mm-hmm. like, I mean, there was a movie back in the 80s called Dolls. Now, it's not Child's Play. This was the scariest shit. If you guys ever want to watch an old horror. But again, some people who know about, or did you ever see Orphan about the girl? Oh, oh my Yo, God. I was just going to bring that up. Fucked up. That. You know, but um, uh, guys, give it up for Carl. Great call. Yo, thank you, brother. Yeah. Much appreciated. Thank you. You. But uh, again, there's so many horror movies out there that didn't like they did decent in the box office and they did decent on. But some of them have cult followings. Right. Where right. basically they weren't expected to do much. But then all of a sudden, like you just get word of mouth. Now, of does it make you right. cooler? Almost uh, like that hipster. And to be culture? honest, I like cult following movies yeah. way better because yeah. mm. it's the reason why like I like a movie like Big Trouble in Little mm. China. Mm-hmm. It didn't have box office galore. But the right. thing is. Everybody knows that movie, right? Everybody now, knows. Now, is there is there is there a di- okay? Is there a distinct difference between a Halloween movie and a horror movie? No, I would say if anything, if, if horror one movies- is depicted strictly on Halloween. Wait, wait. I mean, in a general sense, yes, because you can't say Nightmare Before Christmas is a horror movie. And it's Hocus Halloween. Pocus is a huge Man, it's a Christmas right. movie. Which is home? Right, right, wait. But uh, but to me, like when when you say horror, and it's, I'm glad he brought that up because you can talk aliens, you can talk psychological mm-hmm. horror. Is just kind of like what makes you jump? Like you know, when we saw the aliens, or you remember a uh, uh, thing mm-hmm. back in the day mm-hmm. where they yeah. were all the snow around. I'm like that mm-hmm. was a horror because if you're watching the screen tense and you jump, you're fucking horrified. Mm-hmm. Hence, horror. Movie. I got one for I got so there's uh, for the last ten years or so, um, one of my my uh, my wife and I's ha- traditions on Halloween is have a bunch of candy and watch The Strangers. That movie. Oh shit! Jorge, that's up. your joint, right? The Wait, Strangers <laughs> is was terrifying. That, what, was that the one with the grandparents? No, no. This no. was the one where it's the one they had. To, they like, had Liv Tyler cloth, in it. Cloth bags over they their had, head. Yeah, they had the mask. They and don't they, talk and they just tilt their head sideways. See, that's no, crazy as hell. Yeah. Oh, it is <laughs> terrifying. And, <laughs> and the house is in the woods. There's no neighbors. Yeah, and it's shit. Bad thing happened. That here's the thing is, um, I, I think this is more common than than you might think. A, a lot of girls they'll do. They're like, we should watch a scary movie and we'll cuddle me. <laughs> okay, there's that girl, and then there's the girl when the jump scare happens and she's like, the fuck. 
She straight up right hooks yeah, her that man. That's true. Yeah, right. I am. Like, you bring me to this moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm no. like running you know, up her, and down like a dog. Yo, your boyfriend the, now was probably. I thought you was gonna jump in my arms. <laughs> Why'd you give me a black eye? <laughs> that ain't right. The gist of the strangers is about it's a group of three who terrorized this one house that had two people in it. Mm-hmm. So they're doing all kinds of things to mess with them right along mm-hmm. the walls. Mm-hmm. Walk into the house somehow and mm-hmm. just somehow magically show up. No. And it's all because they were home. That was the only reason why they did oh. it was just because they were home. Well, and that was based off of it was um, based off of a crime that actually was happened. Was it the Zodiac right, right. killer? And it, and he, no, I don't or, think no, it was it was it was a murderer who said the only reason why that family was chosen was because they were home. It probably has some, something similar to do with that. Yes. It was loosely based off of something like yeah, that. Yeah, yep, a and it was killer. terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> so ultimately, like we've kind of covered the gambit as far as what is hard. But let me ask you guys personally. Let's go down. Like, what is your? I'll, I'll start with me like okay. my favorite horror of all times and i'm going to go back to the the one dolls okay okay now so so back in the 80s there was a movie dolls it was about this mansion where this family kind of their car broke down <clears throat> but the weird thing about this movie is the dolls they didn't do nothing they weren't like running around like hand hey, not like um what was the one um with the puppet master yeah puppet, not like just that puppet master. right dolls yeah. was more subtle and to me it was a lot more like so literally when you walk in a room you just notice the eyes following you. No. You know what I mean? So, but to me, that was scarier. And not until the very end, you realize that the people that ran the house, they were turning the guests that would always break down into these dolls. And so at some point, they did end up like getting possessed. And when they tried to kill these dolls, like they break their skulls, you started seeing no, actual no, organs no, no, no. and stuff under wow. them. And yeah. then you saw one of the guys that was actually car broken down. And the end, they went in the attic. He's there and he's looking at the camera no. all done. Like to me, that just freaked me the hell out because. I could barely handle goosebumps. How? It was great, but but you know what? To me, that I remember as a kid, that scaring me. You know, whereas again, like people like Thriller when it came out, I was like, ah, just zombies. You know, Night of the Living Dead, eh, don't bother me. Uh uh-uh. uh, but something I can't explain. Mm, so you want movies that you can't explain? I mean, yeah, I understand that was all you know scripted and everything else. Paranormal Activity mm-hmm. for me. Like yeah. th- that's a movie that like if you watch it in its purest form and you think what's going on is legit and you can't explain that shit like especially mm-hmm. when you see the burning Ouija board and the screams at night and the mm-hmm. demons that supposedly are did you see on it before chandelier. it got super popular and the reason yes, I say that is because people appreciate that movie more if they saw it before the hype blew up right yeah, yeah. no I saw it right, right around like because it was, it was right only shown the, like a few theaters yeah, before it I got think I saw big. it, like, it I, I don't remember seeing it in theaters but I do remember watching the DVD release like immediately right after it came out and mm-hmm. I was just like oh my like literally it just heart pumping throughout mm-hmm. the entire time it was terrifying yeah but then what happened was just like remember wrestling back in the day I, in the 80s I love wrestling you love wrestling now because I'm like oh is it real is mm-hmm. it fake I didn't know <laughs> paranormal they, activity when people first saw it, they're like is this is this because they yeah. really they filmed it where like the camera all up and dudes now shows you this, <laughs> you know like that's not pretty but, photography no, or but no this is a way different because it was literally all stationary cams it was literally like you had the stationary cam at night right. that always you know, that's uh, what went, it looked like it was it, it, it was like uh, home cams. Yeah, it was home cams. the house. Mm-hmm. They did the, and all and this did, shit was fucking did, happening. They did the mm. same thing with the second one. It was like a prequel story that took place right around the time of the first one. And then the 
the rest of them got kind of silly. Like as yeah. soon as you got to like the chosen ones with the random Spanish family that you know they just got possessed for no reason that didn't mean anything. But that's when they run out of writing ideas. They realize mm-hmm. they had a hit. They're like, now we need a paranormal. But they know people, number four back in the habit. They know people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> will go to the movie theaters to see it because right. of the the thing. Yeah, that same thing. Well, another another saw. another franchise that also that happened to because that just came to my mind. Final Destination is the same kind of way. Too. Yes, it did. Oh, yeah. That was another yeah. one where they just milked it. Yeah, they, they milked that. that shit. First one was great. Was it six? The first. There six, wasn't it? I think there were six of them. Yeah. Do you guys, do you like guys have that though? Do you, do you guys have those <laughs> no, no. situations where you're in an elevator and you're like, "What if this happened right now?" And you remember those Final yes. Destination films, and and you have to like shake your head, like, "No, oh god." You mean every time I'm on an airplane? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or I like think about the, that every time I drive. Something in the microwave blowing up, yeah. or you know, the some you're on the freeway. Yeah. yeah. Someone drops a paper clip and it ricochets and hits yeah. something. Before yeah. oh, you know, someone is dead. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I didn't think I was going to have anything to talk about on this podcast because I can't handle horror. So, but I've I've you've been able to weigh you've in. totally underestimated yourself. Why? Because you've been the one that's been scared before. Mm. If you've been the one that's been scared before, you will have a lot more to talk about. Bad. Because if oh, if I if I if was not scared, scared yeah. then I would. If you yeah. weren't that scared by him and anything, you'd well, be like, so oh, I don't have nothing to talk about. My, my mom mm. in, uh, introduced <laughs> my mom introduced me to horror at a. Way too young in age. Oh yeah, uh, like four or five years old. We would watch the Alien, Alien One and Alien Two, Aliens. Uh, and she also she was pregnant at the time, and she wanted red meat all the time. So she was constantly <laughs> cooking. And while your, people, your, your mom was like, a carnivore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way, my mom was a T Rex. <laughs> she was. She'd put on Alien. Uh, she'd be quoting the whole movie, and I would be sitting there, my little four year old self, like I don't want to watch this, mom, but I couldn't look away. Hey, yo, Bab's got a cool ass mom, by the way. <laughs> no, uh, she's a marine. She's she's a strong woman. Uh, anyway, uh, yes, exactly. Uh, so I I got introduced to that, and then I was convinced I didn't like it because of that. But she then... was like, "Don't be no punk." <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to bed. No, you're gonna. She turns her head. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and and then we, we, you know, I talked about this on the uh, women empowerment um, podcast. Is Ripley is one of the most iconic female, well, right. iconic characters, female to boot. True. And, and uh, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis in, in Halloween is also, yep. she, she recently did a uh, boast post. She was saying uh, that Halloween is is iconic for the fact that there it was a female power. lead. Right, right. Um, I have to say, uh, I'm going to be a little hipster, uh, Swedish film that was redone and the American remake was actually really good let the right one in it's my favorite vampire movie too I mm. think it does vampire right and I kind of ruined the ending but uh, Chloe Moretz Chloe, Chloe Grace Moretz yeah, yeah, yeah she was in the American remake they did a fantastic is that, job is that the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Chloe Moretz no 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 uh, this is the one where it's just a, a little boy befriends a little girl she's a little bit uh, weird and yes. then you find out that she's a vampire and Ooh. the and her father yes. is actually the little boy that she befriended many many years ago and she j- they just go around pretending to be and, wait and that's is that subtitled or is that well uh, the Swedish uh, one is well because no, you know what one we have not talked about which is probably one of my favorites is Pan's Labyrinth. Yes. Oh, that yeah. movie, that was probably one, as, as you asked me, not Shout just hard. Del Toro Yo, again, Not man. just hard. If you ask me what's one of my <laughs> favorite mean, subtitles. and Guillermo. Yeah, <laughs> both, yeah. Any Del Toro or even the, you know, the, the, Toro, yeah, the ones videos. that make the burritos in the shop right too, the Del Toro. So, but no, that movie, because it was so deep and the, the twist at the ending was so 
fucked up. It was, it was brilliant. Up. It uh-huh. was br- it was brilliantly morbid, is mm-hmm. what it was. Yes. But and then his visuals. The thing is, what people imagine like demons. Remember, he did Hellboy. When yes. you think of demons, you think of ah, like gnarly and stuff like that. His demons, the way he designs them, uh, Del Toro makes them so sophisticated. This, this mm-hmm. guy, very, very, yeah, like mm-hmm. with the uh, uh, that, pa- this pa- guy fucked like me that. up for like eating, a week. Eating fairies, <laughs> eating fucking fairies, like you're a horrible person. Yeah. <laughs> did you see the cosplayer Toxie Cat um, who does the the fawn? No. Uh, I, she she and we did a video with her doing the critical role. Pale cosplay. man, pale man on the fawn. The fawn is the, the devil. The, the fawn is this is this one? No, no, that's pale man. Pale man's the one that that eats us. The one we. Oh no, the, no, no, you're yeah. right, you're right, you're right. Yep. Uh, she does the fawn. She okay, does the fawn. Okay. Sorry, sorry. Uh, but no, that that's fantastic, and that's a that's a, I think I think foreign. Um, horror films are arguably better because there's there's a lot more lore from mm. a longer history where you know American is it's a lot of gore, a lot of sexiness right. for the most part. I just want to say one thing to cover gaming again. Um, H.P. Lovecraft's Cthulhu Mythos is a really cool and they just came out with genre. a new one that, uh, today. Actually, they came out with Call of Cthulhu. There's a new there's anything and involving we play H.P. Lovecraft. IGN just put out the live stream. Wait, yeah. well, by the way, what is Cthulhu? I see that like what so is... Cthulhu or Cthulhu is a monster, a sea god, like a kraken. Yes, yeah. uh, similar to that, and they're uh, they're all um, godlike creatures that were um, put into a, a massive storyline by a man named H.P. Lovecraft um, based in the 1920s. So you have the dreamlands where all this supernatural shit happens and the, the gods are, are warring for dominion. And then you have the 1920s where everyone is just, you know, bopping around with unexplained shit happening, like uh, see people coming out of the fog and stuff like that. Okay. I, I've seen it so much. I just so never many knew games, what it was. So, because he it's so old, it's almost like Shakespeare. Everyone can have a right to it. Uh, there's so much media based off of the Cthulhu mythos. And I, I play Call of Cthulhu with my friends um, often. It's really, really fun. So, there we go. Uh, by the way, IGN is doing a live stream uh, on YouTube pre-Halloween. I planned this. Call, I planned this. Call of Cthulhu live stream on You're IGN welcome. right now. By the way, Babs two is now employed two by and a half IGN. hours. <laughs> so we're wondering where your check's coming in. <laughs> so James, what is your uh, what is your all-time favorite? All right, my all-time favorite. All right, I grew up with my aunt. I did... Uh, and she was a gigantic horror film. That is my mother. <laughs> if, uh, for for anybody in basis, like, like she was super into it, super duper in the horror flicks. Okay. So like, if anything came out Stephen King wise, if anything came out uh, Night of the Living Dead, uh, shout out to George Romero, Day of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. The first one that really got me was 1987's The Gate. Now, these are, once again, a horror movie that revolves around children. So this is a couple of kids that uh, that just moved into the neighborhood with their family, and uh, they notice a hole that's growing in their backyard mm-hmm. little by little, <laughs> and the hole's getting bigger. What they don't realize is this is now uh, that a gateway to hell is forming Man, in their some backyard. Bad, that's horrible luck to have it's, it in your backyard. Exactly, yeah. in your backyard. Now, it was cheesy because like it, everything that came out at first was like, it was a, like a bunch of little demons at first, and the kids could like kick them motherfuckers into a wall, but they would sp- as they would splat, they would split up into like 16 littler ones. Oh, no, see, no, 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 so the little ones good. would form like bigger ones and <laughs> shit. So these kids were like stem they were they they were like stem uh stem students before they were stem students so they like killed the thing with like a rocket they got in biology class going to Oh, it was the shit. <laughs> but during that time there was 
so much like exploration in the horror movie genre. So two of my other best movies that came out during that time were Twilight Zone the movie. Ooh, the first oh, one was wow. great. And the Creep Show one and two. Both of them. Yo, listen, you just the, named great ones. The, the, the one thing that I I admire. Thanks for the ride, me, lady. That I admire <laughs> about these movies is that they were vignettes. They were a bunch of short stories, like a comic, inside of a mm-hmm. inside of a movie. Like Black Mirror. So, like Black Mirror. Yes. So it was a bunch of small, uh, the, the the iconic Twilight Zone, the movie one, was John Lithgow on the plane, oh, yeah. and him being the only person on the plane that who sees could that see demon eating gr- the wing. I gr- remember that they, one. It yes. was a gremlin ripping apart the engine to the plane, and he's going fucking berserk. And no one and else sees it. it. He's tell the fl- he tells yep. the stewardess on the on the plane the that. There's something out the window. She goes to look out. There's nothing, nothing out the window. Nope. Tells the pilot. Pilot comes out. Co-pilot's piloting the plane. Yep. Pilot comes out, looks out the window. There's nothing out the plane. And he still sees the motherfucker ripping up the plane every time everybody sits him in. There's even an air marshal on the plane that sits him down. Fucking mental. Like, like he's going berserk. Oh, that was great. They, they strap him to the chair. And all of a sudden, he just goes nuts and shoots the window out. To try and kill this thing, or he knows the plane's gonna go down, and is bucking shots at this goddamn gremlin in midair. Yep. And it's it's beyond bizarre, but that's like and, and the what, best one of that. Actually, know what made that movie creepier is uh, remember someone died in the filming yes. of it. There was mm-hmm. one yes. scene where there was like right. the Vietnam War, a helicopter. They had a prop helicopter it came down. Came down. It wasn't supposed to, and it literally decapitated the main actor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, it, it was all over the news. I, I remember being a kid watching Entertainment Tonight, and that was like the big story. Uh-huh. They were filming the, this is when they were filming the movie. Exactly. That he I think died. The, I think the one thing about it is that the two uh, kids that they had. They were hired illegally as well, so they weren't even supposed to be on the set right. at all. Wow, you remember that, man? Yeah, that was a huge was story back in the day. Creep, Creep Show and Creep, uh, Creep Show Two had some of the best horror short stories. One happened to be but the swamp, the, the the bog, the bog where the they were on a floating yeah raft, the raft, yeah. and it was a bunch of teenage kids who were out there on the raft, and they were it was a bunch of guys, a bunch of girls. They were all teenagers. It was hanging out at the lake for the summer and everything, and all of a sudden, one of the girls falls asleep taking sunbathing, and something is attached to her face. Oh. Oh, she can't get it all. Oh, and the so skin good. is like ripping off and of her. It's peeling her skin uh, off as she tries to pull and, it off. In the first Creep Show, actually, Stephen King is one of the actors. And he mm-hmm. actually, um, he lives in the middle of the woods. And he, he, a meteor falls from the sky. And then something gets on him. Uh, like, a, like a little piece of the meteor just gets on him. And then what he doesn't realize is that like he's starting to ferment. Which means he's about to grow plants. Mm, yep. And he just plants start growing wow. into this motherfucker until he has to blow Which reminds, his own. It reminds me of just District 9, District 8. Yes. Okay. Yeah. District yeah. Where yeah. he just, it, like, plants are just growing yeah. out of this man's body to the mm. point where he has to blow his own fucking head. No, no, no. Wasn't but, <laughs> but the last one, the one the that roaches. Up, the, the roaches was the first one, but the one I was going to bring up was Thanks for the Ride Lady. Oh, that was awesome. Thanks for the Ride the Lady is the, the story of a hitchhiker. Basically, it was hysteria brought into, like, a rich woman that was driving home from work. She had a couple drinks, and she accidentally and she accidentally hits a hitchhiker, and the hitchhiker does not die. Like just keeps coming at. And what, she tries she, to she, make she it a hit and stay. run. She doesn't stay. Yeah, that's she, the she tries to make it a hit and run. It first. right, right. She's like, oh, I just hit a poor person. Nobody's gonna worry about that guy. Right. Let me get the fuck out of here. She gets to the next stop sign. 
and the, and, and the hitchhiker's attached to her car. But but he gets more decomposed every time yeah, she every sees time, him. And it's, it's crazy. No. Wow. Yeah. And he's freaking you the fuck out. You can't see it. I have full body chills <laughs> to the point that it hurts. The goosebumps hurt but, my body. But the whole point of it was like she it, like it was it was going into the greed of rich people at that mm. time to where she thought, oh, I could just hit this poor person on the road and nobody will give a and fuck also, about him. Everyone hitchhiked in the seventies and eighties. Right. What were you thinking? Mm, uh, what were you thinking? <laughs> you named it two was, good ones. Was, th- those were like two of the best. And know what? Man. So we're running to them. So I wanted to give the stage to you, Babs, because sure. uh, part part of tonight, because you know Halloween is tomorrow night. And by the way, just as a quick little commercial, like we said, we do have Dare. Uh, so if you guys are going to be in the AC area, make sure you come through because we're going to be doing the Halloween contest, giving away cash prizes. I'm going to have my surprise cosplay, which you guys will see. But also we have our own Babs the Butcher and Nikki. What are you guys going to be doing tomorrow night? So we're we have been invited to attend uh, Heidi Klum's Halloween party, which is so 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 exciting. Uh, everyone who who made this possible by you know just letting us know or or you know hyping us up in any way um, or vouching for us. Thank you so much. Uh, we're, we'll make you proud. We are going to go there uh, along with some other wonderful ladies to. Um, Network, you know, just net, network, Mingle. and 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 meet a lot of really cool people. We'll be there as Ash Ketchum, uh, Gender Ben Ash Ketchum, and Pikachu. Uh, so Nikki's been working hard on her Pikachu. That's what she's doing right now. Um, Do you have your Pokeball ready for her? I just I got uh, my Pokeballs came in today. Uh, <laughs> Wait, hey, do you got two Pokeballs? Hey, <laughs> they dropped, they dropped oh, today. Babs, you and your Pokeballs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so and then I I have everything ready. Uh, I think I just have a cough on one side to to make. But as far as making costumes, um, so I actually have been approached by people in my day job where they were like, hey, I, I heard you're kind of into costumes. You know, I try to keep it a little bit more low key when I'm when I'm at work. And they said, any recommendations? And so what I did was I had created a list. Um, so I know that that person has work clothes, like office job, like mm-hmm. Lionel Richie over here, right? <laughs> Yo, yo, Babs with the shade. Hello? <laughs> Is it James you're looking for? Um, you know, I knew that they had work clothes, so I said, this is what you could do with work clothes. Uh, in the ultimate crunch, you can wear your work clothes, but just, you know, go to a Walmart, go to your thrift store, and have some type of superhero logo shirt, or even just get a, a shirt and draw a superhero logo, whether it's a Spider-Man or a, a Superman S, wear it, and then you can just unbutton and, and you know, do this. And, and then you have a, a costume so that there's that there you can be a nerd from like revenge of the nerds you know just get your pocket protector and your your glasses and have khakis and loafers uh you can be a cia mib agent james bond john wick old man logan so this is stuff you could just find around the house this is your this is like the office ones okay um but if you you know if you're a jeans and (laughs) t-shirt kind of guy uh you can do an uh superhero incognito like uh casual bucky uh, casual um, Steve Rogers. Or if you're black and bald Tony head, Stark. you can put on a yellow shirt with cut holes <laughs> in it and be Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. Looks at the camera. Ching! Or even, I, I thought um, the uh, the actor who played Eric Killmonger had a really cool, like, casual look in the movie. Michael B. And Jordan. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's the one you see all the time at Comic Con now. Yeah. Yes. That, that militarized, you ain't gotta like, do the shit. Best. Love yeah. it. Long you just impress No, you have to work out. <laughs> <Yeah>. You gotta <laughs> be in shape. <laughs> 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 you ain't gotta do shit, but diet for one year straight and be, and be jacked. Listen. That's all you got to do. Well, I'm gearing this toward the very jacky. Hey, hey, everybody who's super jacked, this is for you. Um, yeah, you can do James. Uh, you can do James Logan. You can do the 
Wolverine white, with like, the beater. white beater. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Steve Rogers, wife beater. You know, and, and you. <laughs> so Babs, like, so could you do like a like a Psylocke? You know, I'm just saying that because she kind of looks like um. Olivia Munn. Yeah. Well, so uh, this is what I do when I'm. I need to make something in a pinch. I go to my local thrift stores, and they're with pencil, Macklemore. Uh, pencil, yes. <laughs> I wear your granddad's clothes. Um, <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Uh, go there. You just grab some a uh, few items, uh, and all you have to do, if you need to bring something in, if you got to make it tighter, turn it inside out. Safety pin up the side seams, then it, it'll be fitted or, uh, you know, cut something up and wrap it up like a zombie or like like arm wraps like Ray uh, is really easy to do with uh, just strips of stuff. You can get jewelry there, glasses, you can get scarves for material. I get material there from like um, like linens that they have at like thrift stores. Like sheets and stuff? It, I pay Three ninety nine for yards and yards and yards of material, where I would have paid twenty dollars a yard at at my I local. Like a Michael yeah, wow. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's so smart to thrift and repurpose. One, you're doing something good for the earth, and two, you're you're being smart, you're being creative, and you're saving money. So go to your thrift store, figure out some items that are going to work for an easy costume or an easy cosplay, and it's really easy to mend. Once you realize how easy it is to mend and tailor things, all of a sudden, you're teaching yourself how to sew. And, uh, no, and the funny thing is, some of your best cosplayers, and some are, or even there, even ones. Have you ever ever heard, heard a low cost cosplay? Yes, mm-hmm. the one that you dude, highlight on Instagram. Yo, yo, listen, all the time. that guy, even though the stuff he is purposely kind of cheesy, is brilliant. Like yeah. he comes up with stuff. Is it's like, so funny. what made you think about like taking like saran wrap, wrapping bananas. it around your like, and turning yourself into Goku by putting a feather feathering ray of bananas over your head? Like, mm-hmm. but and, but it just goes to show you, you don't need to go out and spend all the big money on mm-hmm. the big costumes you could literally just be creative you know like i, I remember there was one picture on the in, or on the internet kid wrapped himself up in aluminum foil and said he's silver surfer mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, necessity breeds creativity mm-hmm. when you're in a time crunch you'll find you have the most creative ideas ever and it, it's really easy you don't you don't have to be intimidated by all these like cool co- if you look at most cosplayers they started by repurposing things that's how okay. you get started that's awesome. And by the way, because I see the pin on your shirt. Um, oh, yeah. Explain where you were because uh, there's a, a, a another cosplayer. We stand behind 100% Samantha Cosplay. Explain what you went to this past weekend. She is my angel baby. Uh, Samantha is a, uh, a cosplayer and a model. She collaborated with the UK comic book artist and creator uh, Uncle Concons, who had his own uh, comic book. He made one that actually features Sam as a super-powered angel superhero. Nice. Um, I saw the art for the art looked yeah, amazing. Yeah, the art was really nice. It was fantastic. So this past weekend, I went to Staten Island and supported her at her comic book signing, and we all just uh, welcomed Connor, Connor Murphy, who's the artist, um, into this group of crazy cosplayers in the tri-state area, and uh, we just had a blast. It, it, the... The signed copies are available. Go to Samantha's underscore cosplay to get your signed copies of Sam the comic book. It's fantastic. Yeah, I saw pictures of that, and that was awesome. And you know, shout out to Sam, and make sure you guys check out that comic. Yes. Mm-hmm. And by the way, just on a side note, did you guys hear about the, the dude that went blackface at the? Oh, uh, so wait, God. all right. So we have to talk about this, even though it's not really hard. It is hard because, like, how the hell do you do? This? So a guy he, he wanted to be a power line from a Goofy movie. Oh, but, okay. But what is he that did? What he was trying so, to be? 
Well, but what he did, he just did the old school brown paint all over his face and didn't think this was going to be a problem. And he's the host of the show. And the host of the show. Not only that, no one stopped him from going on stage. Like, if I was Alamo Comic Con or whatever the case is, you know, I would have been like, we got to pull him off the stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This ain't going to work out. Not interested. Look, look, I'm not downing them in any way, you know, but they apologize for it because mm. they obviously, no con should represent anything that's no. divisive. But in that situation, that was bad. That was a real bad look. It was I mean, an oversight. Absolutely. Like, you should have thought about it a little bit more. Like, like if he looks at someone in the mirror, it's like, yeah, I think I see what I'm going for with it. But nobody stood up and did that. Yeah, just cut out the Al Jolson mm. Sambo look. Yeah. It's, it's, okay. It's we left that way behind. Well, we we understand. Who, what you, who are what, these people who still exist who think that that's a good idea? Know. That people are going to be impressed like, with you? Like I don't know. It's like they just had this thought in their head. Well, I, nobody's going to feel any type of way if I do this. But but all right. So let's say let's say I wanted to go out as Captain America. Every, that's just like me putting on white makeup, putting on my. They'd be like, <laughs> what? "What the hell's wrong with you?" Remember, remember they'd be like, "Where are you going, white remember, face?" Remember, every bad idea needs a cosigner. So that's true. so when you somebody, told somebody him. when you go out there or his like, mom was like that like, looks great you here should, you <laughs> should you should be such and such and be like oh okay well what I probably just need like some black makeup cool okay boom 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 mm. how do I look mm-hmm. yo you look good man you right. need to, you going to go out exactly. there and be somebody like who didn't who who lied to him that's just almost like seeing those horrible people on American Idol like who told this person they could sing mm-hmm. like who told like them but see like on the on the contrary what we were talking about last week you see you could go out as storm I was That's gonna fine. Say, no, you no, no, you can't go. Idea uh, uh, no, 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 no. You can. The, the whole point is just not p- putting blackface <laughs> makeup on. Oh, okay. You can just be you the wig. Just like as a black man, I can go out and I can be He Man. I'll be the black He Man. You know, like, <laughs> you gonna put on a blonde wig? I, I'll be, I'll be easy He Man. <laughs> you know, but I'm just saying. Ultimately, you can do a uh, cross race or whatever cosplay. You know, as long as you're respecting the character. Mm-hmm. The uh, one girl, Robin Sin, she does a great storm. Mm-hmm. You know, and she's white you know so that's not the problem it's really just showing some respect you know don't put any makeup on your face and don't start going mammy you know that's that's what i mean most uh i think most uh people would know hey that might be divisive for a white girl to uh cosplay as storm so anyone who's like Ha! Let me go out. Black screw them. No, like most people have common sense. So it's just crazy that this guy had so little little common sense. Hey, he was hosting the show, man. He was out there full blaze. He didn't care. (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, guys. uh, We we got one minute left. So again, we just want to remind you guys uh, tomorrow night. Make sure you guys look for Babs and Nikki and Media because they're going to be chilling with the celebrities and uh, and why. Yep. Mm -hmm. And and shout out without being specific to our homegirl Bunny doing big things up in New York City. Super big thing. Yeah. Killing it, Bunny. We Good love job. you. Um, and like I said, next week uh, we will be, uh, for next week, we're going to be at SFX with our boy Devin Wade and the rest of the crew. Yep. Also, real quick, Colonial Soldier Arcade, grand opening this weekend. You'll see me and possibly some of the other party nerds as well playing some games. Party nerds, we are we out. out. Happy we Halloween. Out. Happy Halloween. Woo, woo, woo.